Welcome back to Maximum News. Sorry we didn't have an episode last week. There were technical difficulties, just scheduling, mostly my fault. But we're back today with a very quick uh, entry in Maximum News. We're just going to be talking primarily about the Sony thing, maybe one thing after that. What do I mean by Sony thing? Well, in case you've been living under a rock in terms of the world of gaming, there was this huge Sony thing that happened yesterday, the Sony Showcase. Uh, is that like a separate thing from the Sony State of Play? Or is it the same thing and they're just calling it the Sony show showcase? They cover they cover side. different things at both. So yeah. I, I yeah. Okay. It's kinda like one's a little bit more like, hey, what here's what is currently going on and here's you know, the other one's hey, here's what's coming up kind of stuff. Okay. All right, all right. I, that that makes more sense actually. Uh it's just to, to my uh, primordial little brain I just think oh Sony's showing off games so I should probably pay attention so uh, they showed off like Saib said a whole bunch of games that are upcoming and we're gonna go through all the different announcements all the different gameplay that we saw uh, before we started recording I suggested to Saib that we give both of our highlights of the show I'm just gonna go first and he'll go and then we'll go through each of the games that were announced individually or n not necessarily announced because some of them we already knew were coming but we just saw footage from so for me me personally, yesterday, when I saw that Insomniac was working on a Wolverine game, I nearly lost... I, I can't swear on this on this show, but let me tell you, it just made me so happy. It just made my mind just go in a bunch of positive creative directions because one of the best gaming experiences that I've had in the last five years was playing Insomniac Spider-Man back in 2018. That game is bloody awesome. And I'm going to be talking about that in a second uh in regards to another thing that was announced but just the idea that that studio which has been cranking out nothing but quality for the last several years uh, they recently came up with rift apart which looks amazing still i've yet to play it spider-man uh sunset overdrive very underrated game in my opinion and the idea that they're gonna do something with wolverine my mind immediately went to okay imagine if they did a wolverine game but the gameplay was sort of like god of war where like the combat you know swinging his claws around sort of like kratos swings his axe around and then with the last of us type of emotional story which we know we can get if we you know if Logan was anything to go by, if any studio is going to be able to pull it off, if any studio has demonstrated that they really care about presenting these characters in the greatest possible way, it's Insomniac. That's why just with a simple Wolverine teaser, I was totally blown away. And then just sort of as a cheat, another thing alongside that was obviously the announcement of Spider-Man 2. We knew it was coming. We knew that... Venom was going to be in it if the post credit scene from the first game was any indication. Nonetheless, it's still just good to know that it's coming 2023. And also, please, God, let it be co-op. Let me play as Peter Parker or Miles Morales with a friend. And then this game will just be everything that I've ever wanted. Sai, uh, just uh, before we get your big game of the showcase i just wanted to ask is it either of these two and regardless if it is or not what did you think of those two announcements i think they're great and i think these are the kinds of games that sony should be focusing on <clears throat> these are the kind of experiences that if they don't want content that's you know a little on the risque side or adult they should just come out say it and then just go that way 
hard and stop the miss the the abuse and the the absolute garbage that they have been doing for for a very long time now uh with a lot of developers and whatnot and there's nothing wrong if they did that but they're not being honest right now they they're pretending to care about you know the japanese market and they don't and they've been failing there uh spectacularly they say that they you know they want you know a mix of titles on their thing but then they censor everything that they can at the earliest opportunity uh so yeah just generally like a little annoyed at that kind of stuff but i am glad that we are seeing some good stuff coming out of sony and more importantly coming out of the studios that still make games for that platform um you know and insomniac is a good studio and they deserve all of the best like praise because they've been doing a really good job with this with the stuff that they've been doing and i think that overall they, they've been improving and and have been focusing in in some really great places so yeah i i am i'm very excited about this so yeah yeah their approach to games insomniac i mean is sort of the ideal in terms of what we would collectively as gamers like to see more of just full experiences that aren't like drip fed to us years after release sort of like the live service type games you know companies like insomniac companies like sucker punch from software other ones that make single player games like that or just you know properly attuned fully fleshed out multiplayer experiences mm -hmm. those are great and somniac's one of the leaders in that regard and i cannot wait to support them with these games and many more that are coming uh, after that now so I, I i'm assuming that it wasn't either of these two games that were sort of your highlight but what was your highlight of the show my highlight and again i do not play uh sony only games I, I do not have playstation i have been uh boycotting them again for said reasons mostly against the uh i work with a lot of japanese game developers and they have been um they have been treated horribly absolutely horribly by a lot of people at sony and um it has cost some of them um uh, great amounts of uh, stress and and physical pain uh, due to some of the shenanigans that they have been pulling there frequently, so I, I do not, uh, I do not support them directly. I, however, notice mm -hmm. that that is a personal choice, and I have absolutely nothing against people enjoying the products because uh, when it comes to you know boycotts of that thing, you have to do as your conscience di dictates, not uh, not what some influencer or mediaite or worst of all politician tells you to do, right? So you should be mm -hmm. making those decisions on your own. Um, I am, however, a big supporter of some of these games, though. Uh, I have met Christopher Judd on multiple occasions, and he is one of the nicest, one of the most awesome guys. He is a great father. He's a great actor. Um, and he, of course, plays God of War um, Kratos. Kratos. And he is on a short list um, to play um, T'Challa uh, and Black Panther. So... <clears throat> so th this is this is uh right now i don't believe they're going that way i think they're honoring the memory of um the the for the actor who passed away um yeah well what hold on a second that'd be really weird though like no offense to mr bozeman who, who was the original yeah. t'challa but and he was a good looking and beefy like type of superhero mm -hmm. dude but compared to christopher judge Christopher Judge literally looks like a god yeah, right. in terms of his stature. And it, like just to go from Bozeman to I Judge, think, it would be noticeable. I think it would be kind of like one of those, like, because they're not, like, and that's the thing, right? Is that they're not the same 
like type of actor. They don't even physically look like the same as far as like body type. Uh, they they are, you know, Christopher Judd has been a a long time um, a bodybuilder, and he is he, like you said, he's got he's got the body of Kratos basically, and he's really he's a really mm. awesome fellow. I think that if they were ever to redo it or recast T'Challa, I think they would do it in the sense of this would be a different one from a different universe kind of thing, like a different dimensional mm. kind of thing, and they wouldn't ever right. replace him the prime because i i don't think they should and i think they should build the story around that and and i think that that is both uh, you know an honorable memory and the thing that i have been advocating for the most a lot of us have been advocating the most for is create new stories create new stories yeah. like you don't have to replace and and transition all of the old superheroes just create more of them like what happens if you go back in time to where there was half the superheroes that we have now? It's like, would you tell them to just, oh, hey, no, stop creating new ones? No, the new stories are what keeps this this stuff current. And I think there are some heroes like Spider-Man that, that is, is brilliant. And that game looked really great. And I disagree with you. I don't want to play the Peter Parker version that you see in the game or the, um, the Max uh, version. I want to play... Miles. Sorry, Miles... Um, Morales version. Yeah. I want to play the um, the uh, um, I always forget his name. The uh, the the Nicolas, the Nicolas Cage, Cage one, one. right? The, the uh, <laughs> what is that called? The that noir, noir, right? The noir, the the French yeah. like dark, you know, black and white, like grizzly, like that would be hilarious. Like like. You know, he just pops in and he's like, I sense something on the wind. It's like, where is the wind coming from? We're in a room. Like, that, that, that's it's seriously, seriously awesome. Um, uh, and I really, really. I'm a spider yeah. man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> exactly. So I, I see that. I see the success of the Spider-Man uh, game so far. And I'm really loving this. I think this is great because it means that at some point this you know, being in the hands of such good game developers who are focusing on writing good story, I think there's nothing better for Spider-Man. I, I think that there's a good thing for that. I think it's a great thing for Marvel because when you have stupid ideas being made to do stupid things with people's favorite heroes, you know, somebody doing, hey, we're just doing the thing that we've always done that everybody always loves about this hero, that's something that makes them go, oh, hey, maybe we should stick to doing what people love about these characters instead of butchering them. Like, I mean, that's really cool. And I, so I was really happy to see that. I was really happy to see the, the God of War thing. Um, I enjoy whenever they're bringing something new to the table. Uh, the Alan Wake remaster, again, as, as, as much as I love new things coming to the table, I like when they, um, and this will kind of key into one of our other points here, uh, I love to see a faithful remaster of other games. So like the Alan Wake thing, I thought that was a, that was pretty cool. Ghostwire Tokyo has come out and has shown that it's exactly the game that I thought it was. It's more combat heavy uh, than than most people were, I, I you know, anticipating. Um, and you know, I got in big trouble. I I criticized. I didn't criticize. I I stated I was criticized for. I stated that um, that how oh darn what what's that what's that uh, death oh, god damn god damn it death stranding 
I said that Death Stranding wasn't going to be a very action-y game and that it would not be the kind of like fast-paced thing that people normally play on the PlayStation um, that has the, um, you know, that it's going to be a lot more heady and that it's not necessarily going to be the new, like a lot of people were expecting, you know, something a lot more faster paced, a lot more like combat, a lot more, you know, um, less walking, less, you know, extraordinarily confusing storyline, that kind of stuff, right? Like, it's like people were expecting something different. And when I first raised my hand and said, oh, hey, by the way, you know, this isn't going to be what you think it's going to be. Um, people took that to mean that something else and, and I got in big trouble for that. So I, I'm, you know, and again, this just goes to show here that with Sony, you know what you're getting. You're getting big blockbustery kind of things normally. And that's what does the best in that market because that's kind of what they've kind of nailed on. And I think that, that, you know, if that's what you're looking for, then that's what you, you go for, you know, um, you know, something that's obviously not moddable, you play through it once or twice, and then that's it. That's, that's the game. Maybe you go back and mess around with it every once in a while, but that for the majority, that's what the platform offers. And they offer a fairly steady diet of this, uh, you know, with, uh, again, God of War, Spider-Man 2, and all this other stuff, it's looking like we're, you know, keeping up in that, uh, in that direction. So that, in yeah, that regard, that regard. Yeah. and that's great that's fine that's that's what it's there for and again you know if you're supporting them that's what you're getting and that's not a bad thing that is a good thing so yay and and for that that's that's my that's my that's my good aspects of what what we saw there um some mm -hmm. other stuff you know uh all along that uh, some of the other stuff that was kind of mentioned there teased it's like you know we'll see let's not get too far ahead of our ahead of ourselves with with wolverine and some of this other stuff um, I want to see more because we don't want to overhype anything too much. Because we saw what happens sure. when you overhype. <laughs> I, 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 when it comes to Wolverine, you know, oh yeah, my, I, my favorite. I agree with you. One of my one of the comic books that I actually hold. Um, I don't know where my copy is, but it's one of my most favorite, um, comic books ever, like ever. Was the Wolverine and Witchblade crossover. For, mm. for whatever reason, I just fell in love with it, and I really, really, really enjoyed it uh, for very, for, like, it's one of those key, like, you know, it's one of my, my out of my, out of the comics that I own, it's one of the, the best ones that I have. And it's like, it's like, yes, I really, I really like this, even though it was a one-off and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't super canon, but I just thought it was gr a great concept, and I really loved it. Cool. Yeah. Um, and just one other thing, I we're going to talk about some of the things that we weren't too impressed by in a second, but I just want to give a special shout out to Project Eve. It was the second game that they showed at the showcase. It looks very much within sort of like my wheelhouse. It sort of looks like an evolution of sort of like the near automata type gameplay, like very fast paced, kinetic uh strictly just using your sword and being the crap out of stuff plus it looks like it's in a post-apocalyptic world that looks gorgeous i love the enemy design uh that we saw in that trailer and plus that's how you do a trailer by the way mm -hmm. you you can show the cutscenes, you can show the cinematics but you also show the gameplay which that trailer did so kudos to you and based on that trailer i'm very very curious to see how this turns out it looks great now 
you have something that you want to say about KOTOR. Yeah, so KOTOR, guys, I hate to be a wet blanket. I really do. But this is not the KOTOR that we were hoping for. This is the worst case scenario KOTOR um, if all of my inside information is correct. And I brought this up once or twice before. I raised some concerns and then we had the vast majority of them confirmed uh, in the last like day and a half here. Um, not all of them confirmed, sorry, uh, just a lot of them confirmed and, and given additional credence and confirmation to. It's very concerning, it is very worrisome, and it is something that I am I'm loath to talk about because this is this is not a this is not a good thing. This is not what 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 gamers want. And that Yeah, because when you hear anything regarding Knights of the Old Republic which many people consider to be the greatest Star Wars game ever made. You don't want to, you just want to embrace that. You want to just thank God that something like this is happening. We don't want to throw a wet blanket over it, but you know, you gotta be, you gotta take the good information with the bad information sometimes. Yeah. So this is, this is, um, this isn't good base. I'll give you the skinny. We're not getting a faithful remake. Uh, we are getting a reimagining. And by reimagining, mm. um, I will give you guys a list of some of the things that will be changing. Uh, characters and character design will be changing significantly. You will not be able to tell some characters are the same. If you line them up without names, put them beside each other, sure, some characters, like obviously Revan, um, you know, is the, the, as far as like the official Revan goes, right? Like is, is um, I don't want to spoil anything, but the, the Revan... Revan, it's the main guy in the trailer that you saw. That's Revan. Um, you know, that Revan is, you know, that's still more or less the same, uh, visually speaking. Right. However, there's going to be other characters that you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to take a stick with that character's, you know, cut out on it, put it beside another character, and you're going to say, are these two the same characters? And you're going to say, no, they look completely different. It's a different race. It's, you know, uh, like it's a, like different species, like literal alien species. It doesn't look the same. Uh, they're wildly disproportionate body types. They don't look anything like the other one. And then you'll be told that's the same character. The new design is so mm -hmm. far off what was a, what was the original design of the character that in some cases the species has changed. Uh, again, these are rumors. These are things that are slowly being outed more or less that this is correct. One of the things that I heard early on is that one of the, the lead devs on the project has been on the record of saying that, that KOTOR was a terrible game. They didn't like it. And if they could remake oh, it, man. they would change pretty much everything about it. That person has been confirmed to be one of the primary developers on the project. So yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not good. That's not what we want. We don't. We want faithful reinterpretations of, uh, you know, faithful remakes, not a reinterpretation or reimagining where you change this stuff. Some of the developers have gone on, um, on. They have been speaking now in interviews and stuff. And one of the things that they said is that while certain things in the past might have been viewed one way, when we rebuild it, we want to ask ourselves. 
what is what was the real meaning or the real idea of what this meant and then take that and change it to fit uh, our modern storytelling so whenever somebody says something like that you know that you're not going to be getting a faithful interpretation of anything um, you're going to be getting somebody who's going to take it and they're going to do that uh, you know that that Batman with that with the mr freeze and and all that stuff batman forever mm. i think it was that version of stuff but you didn't you didn't, so like, I didn't that? like that come on let's kick some ice like side. some of the jokes were obviously corny and terrible but i mean it was it mm. was it was ridiculous as far as like a lot of things goes and then as far as the How dare you as far as the more recent <laughs> star wars movies goes a lot of the people who had their hands in those decisions that were made for some of our favorite characters to have things done to them and to do certain things that you were like, what in the world happened? Um, those are the people that are now involved in the writing side of this project. Why? I, I, why is this? Okay, so is this, this is Bioware, no, this is right? Not, this They're is the not ones Bioware. Where... Bioware has absolutely nothing to do with this. Um, they okay. they are as far as i know ea has nothing to do with this either i do not know the circumstances that has led to this but the studio making this is not a is not an ea studio um it's kind of a freelance studio and the other primary organization involved is lucas arts currently run by kathleen kennedy <clears throat> a lot of the people that have been reportedly, again, this is a lot of reportedly's, um, a lot of the people that were on the High Republic thing, you know, that, that story that kind of bombed really terribly, nobody bought it, it was kind of universally panned as terrible writing, a lot of them have, again, reportedly been moved over to this project. And there are certain changes that will refel, re, that will quote reflect the reflect the 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 new lore under the current vision. So we're okay. going to get so side so sorry we're going to get a story that is rewritten to fit the newest three movies, not anything else. And, and you're like, wait a second, this isn't even like, this is so far in advance. There's so many different things going on. Well, that's, that's, that's how it's going to be. So I hate to rain on parades, but this, I, I very much hate to say that, that I believe that a lot of people are going to be incredibly disappointed with this game. Okay. So just, I never, unfortunately... I know it's sacrilegious to say out loud, but I never played the original Knights of the Old Republic. But from what I understand, the Old Republic takes place like a thousand years before the events of the main several, films. Several, right? uh, several okay. thousand years, yes. Several thousand, okay. So how is it that something that takes place so far in the past is going to be influenced by canon that's happening several thousand years in the future? That is a good question. And you might say, hey, if you're trying to shoehorn stuff into this plot, you're going to ruin the story. Which, you know, in my humble opinion, you would be very correct. And yes. It's, it's like they didn't learn anything from the whole midichlorians thing. Like, why is this? This should be the easiest thing in the world to do. Just do what 
Final Fantasy VII did, minus like the ghosts flying around all over the place. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad that. you brought that up um, because there's a couple of big things that people hated about the Final Fantasy story. Uh, not everything made it into the game. Not all the events made it into the remake, and that's what we're going to have here: a bunch of storyline. Some locations are going to be drastically changed to reflect the new storytelling by the new team who is now controlling this and directing it into the direction and story that they wish to. So, yay. All right, well, f- fair enough. Bad bad example. I actually happen to be one of the people that appreciated what they did with the remake, even though I understand like a couple elements that they got wrong. But anyways, just a proper remake where you maintain the... overarching narrative, you know, the reason why people view that to be one of the greatest games ever, maintain the RPG elements, but update it where necessary. Update the graphics, update the combat so it looks a little bit more fluid and less blocky, you know, just not them just swinging the the lightsabers at nothing uh, in midair and actually making contact with the things that they're trying to kill, you know, stuff like that. Why you have the outline there, just read, like, it should be the yeah. easiest thing, but they just feel the need to they, they, they change feel it the need because. to rewrite large sections of the story because, and I'm quoting here, we're honoring the past and looking forward to the future. And so they're honoring the past by replacing it with big chunks that they want to put in that reflect the looking to the future thing. And again, this has been kind of the, this has kind of the been the the just the 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 drumhead of this of this movement of of this of what everybody who's saying that's being interviewed by this the drumhead is is that we're honoring the past by remaking this game but we're looking to the future so we're rewriting a whole bunch of it because it just didn't fit there were certain quotas in character design that we didn't get with the original game and those quotas now need to be filled so Again, expect some of your favorite characters in the book to be drastically and completely changed to reflect the desire for the quote-unquote new direction. Um, and the, the game developer is called Aspir, if you were wondering. And again, they're not, a, okay. they're not a household name as far as like major development things go. Uh, they're more of this like floating like studio that, that targets... Like, targets things that people need help with and then they come in they help other studios or they take on like smaller projects that kind of stuff so again it is a mm-hmm. seems like a similar thing yeah. is going on with uh, the prince of persia remake sort of what they did with that and <laughs> look at how that's going it's been delayed like over a year now <sighs> well that's too bad i i will by the way i will get around to playing kotor yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, recommend like to kotor one is um is one of the best games for a gaming experience it really is the ui is kind of terrible there has been a remake this is actually not the first time this game has been remade in a sense Mm. there is a remake that was that was designed to be released with a little bit newer controls um and or you can mod the original too um there is a fair number of mods that that spruce things up um so i would highly recommend that but more than that to play that really opens the door for you to be able to play one of the greatest masterpieces, certainly one of the greatest masterpieces that is hardly ever talked about in gaming, and that is KOTOR 2. 
KOTOR 2 is yeah, I've heard. one of the um, darkest and and just really a very, very eye-opening story as far as the Force goes and what is happening to the Force. It really delves into some extremely deep subjects and answers a lot of very interesting questions. And it is by far one of the, it's got one of the best villains. Actually, it has three of the best villains that you will ever encounter. Um, and again, if they were, if it was flushed out a little bit more for you to have more interaction with them and, and stuff like that, it would be truly, um, truly great. There's one of the greatest scenes in gaming cinematography, uh, counting that, you know, you judge everything as is or as was released at the time of, um, that is the, the fall of Kira um mm. in 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 kotor 2 uh if you get a chance to look that up um it's a little spoilery uh actually it's very spoilery I'll, I'll put my i'll put my air quotes on that it's very spoilery but dang is it one of the best scenes you will ever see and the dialogue is just absolutely chilling uh, to hear and it also kind of like anytime somebody's like i love the sith the sith are amazing i love the sith i just give them that video and let them watch that and then they go oh <laughs> oh yeah they're pretty evil yeah, yeah. they're really evil. people forget that <laughs> the sith are they're not passionate you know pranksters that that love no 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 when they are allowed to go to their natural like end it's it's very terrible very terrible mm. so yeah release your aggressive feelings boy uh yeah i i've heard that about kotor 2 as well people telling me that there's like a huge dark exist well not existential but just story there that's worth giving like the max dare it is it to. is really uh, it, good <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll look it up on Steam. Maybe it'll be one of the games that I sort of force myself to get through uh, mm -hmm. sooner rather than, you know, one or two other games. Anyways, guys, I do have a hard out in like the next five minutes, so we're just going to have to end it there. We did have a good half an hour long discussion about this stuff. Some good stuff, like you said, in regards to the Insomniac, uh, Project Eve, uh, Alan Wake getting remastered, which is great and obviously indicates that we're either getting Control 2 or Alan Wake 2, which makes me happy. Oh, uh, we, we've got to the... shout this out. I mean, we have to shout this out. Mass Effect 5, boys, is not being made with Frostbite. It's being made with Unreal. And Sudi yes. screaming like a small child, you know, at the beginning of, like, I don't know, Christmas Day or something like that. <laughs> and not just Unreal, like, it's Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. And we all saw that tech demo that came out when that thing got officially announced. Just imagine Mass Effect with those types of graphics. Hell yes. Uh, hell yes. And plus, it'll actually function, unlike, you know, the Frostbite with any other type of RPG type game. Uh, what's, what's that what they used for uh, Andromeda? Mm -hmm. oh, well, okay. I mean, well, there's your problem. Yeah, like the, yeah no, it's, it's, no, no, not, not, um, Andromeda, yeah, Andromeda was built with the Frostbite piece of garbage. And then, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of problems with that current thing. And, and I'm so glad that they're, now, again, they're considering it. But the fact that they've made this announcement, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can assume that let's just put Frostbite in the ground. The engine is an absolute dog pile and not the good dog pile of like cute puppies all piled together. The dog pile that results mm. in dogs eating too much food. Yes. 
it's it's a positive step uh given you know the bad aftertaste that a lot of people had with andromeda and you know not knowing what the state of bioware is going to be like moving forward especially after anthem just hearing this it's a good piece of news obviously there's a lot more work to do but you know you take the good news where you can get it and uh yeah that's about it ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into maximum news for this week uh, sorry again that there was another one but we are back to a regular schedule uh side so just want to tell people very quickly where they can find the you online triple s league look up the triple the word triple s singular league you'll find us in a lot of places I'll put uh, links to his stuff in the description box below. And you can just find me just anywhere on the internet, just at Max Derrett. I'll put links to my stuff in the description box. Thanks again, guys. And until we do this again next week, just want to remind you, as always, and as per usual, stay yellow.